Have you been seeing repeating numbers over and over again? Maybe you're seeing 1111 when you happen to glance at the clock, or maybe you're seeing 222, 333, 444, or 555 all day, every day. Either way, I'm sure you're wondering what all of these repeating angel numbers mean and what you can do when you see them. I've got you. Check out the angel number cheat sheet. This is your personal guide to interpret those angel numbers that you've been seeing. No more guessing. You have the answers here. This is a 12-page PDF that covers the 12 commonly seen angel numbers, and this is the perfect resource for you to keep in your back pocket, aka your phone. I personally like to keep mine in my iBooks, Kindle, or Google Drive app on my phone for quick reference so that I can interpret the meaning of the angel number whenever I see it in real time. This guide is going to make it a whole lot easier for you to interpret the messages that you're receiving from the universe in the moment that you receive them. Download the angel number cheat sheet today and may all the manifesting miracles be in your favor. Click the link in the show notes to check it out. Welcome to the That's Deep podcast. I'm Naomi, and I'm an international board-certified life and success coach, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, or NLP, as you've heard it, an empath, a mother, an introvert, and a podcast host. It is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration. Thank you so much for being here. If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. As empaths, it can be tough not to get caught up in thinking that we need to get permission from others. As children and even in adulthood, we've been conditioned by our caregivers, teachers, or other authority figures to seek the okay from them for just about everything. I mean, think about it. Growing up, we had to ask permission to use the bathroom. We had to ask permission before we could eat. We had to ask permission before we spoke in class or before we could play outside or see our friends. We've been taught to seek counsel before making any decisions for ourselves. And we've been trained not to trust ourselves and our intuition or our gut instincts, even though we have those inner I told you so moments all of the time. You know, we even ask our partners or our lovers if this looks good on us. You know, we, we hold up our outfit and we're like, does this look good? We ask them that before we go out and show ourselves. And we've been taught to rely on what, you know, makes sense. And we've been taught to rely on logic um, over our inner knowing or our inner or our intuition. And this is the knowing that comes from your heart. So all of this programming, you know, it starts to plant these self-limiting beliefs within us and within our subconscious mind. And at the end of the day, we start to believe that having freedom and making our own decisions is a privilege and not a right. Well, I'm here to shake things up and give you a little bit of a wake-up call. The only person that you need permission from is you. I'm going to say that one more time. The only person that you need permission from is you. 
Stay tuned for this episode because I'm going to share with you the 10 things that empaths don't need permission to do. And without further ado, I will see you on the other side. So here are 10 things that you do not need permission for as an empath. So number one, you do not need permission to be yourself authentically, quirks and all. Um, Growing up, I feel like I was really just very sensitive, tried to fly under the radar, um, wanted to just, you know, fit in and blend in and just survive. And um, that would, you know, have me chameleon myself to to just fit in with others and just to, to make it. And I was really scared of showing myself, my differences, um, my quirks, because I was afraid of, you know, being abandoned or being rejected. And I think that's a huge fear that we all have as humans, but especially as empaths. So you don't need permission to be yourself. You know, the second thing you don't need permission for is to make a huge life decision. You know yourself best. Um, So maybe that's, you know, leaving that unsatisfying job or moving or having those kids or starting your own business or shifting your mindset. You don't need somebody else's permission to go ahead and make a big life decision that's going to benefit you in the long run. Um, You do not need permission to speak your truth and you do not need permission to speak on what you stand for. You do not need permission to have personal freedom or autonomy because we often allow others to control us as empaths. Um, And there's no need to feel shame around that. We all go through it. And I think just having the knowledge to start with is really helpful. So, um, you know, I feel like sometimes we're seeking permission to like stand on our own two feet, um, especially when you've been in like codependent cycles and you start to become enmeshed with other people, you might lose your sense of identity Um, and your sense of self and personal power. So um, you also don't need permission to make inner changes. So we always worry about like what other people are going to think of us if we decide to make changes. Uh, We, you know, we think, oh no, they're going to think like, oh, she's changed. Like what's going on with her? You know, what's going on with him or what's going on with them? Um, And we kind of just get nervous around shifting ourselves and our internal states and our mindsets. And we also um, don't need permission to engage in or invest in or spend on ourselves or experiences or activities that are just for ourselves. So I think a huge thing for empaths is that we think it's selfish to invest in our own personal development and our mental health in our health in general, in our self-care. And it's not, it's not selfish. We are allowed to go ahead and dive into the things that nourish our soul. Um, the, the next thing that you do not need permission for um, is to take breaks and to rest. You don't need permission from anybody else for that. Um, you don't need permission to play and have fun. You don't need permission to say no to demands that are super draining to you. And you don't need permission to try something new. So those are the 10 things that you do not need permission for as an empath. And you know how do you make these shifts? You start by working on your self-worth, you start by doing some identity work, and you start by making those mindset shifts and releasing those limiting beliefs. And it really just, yeah, it comes down to self-worth. So what did you guys think of the episode? If you loved it, I would absolutely appreciate it if you left me a review on Apple iTunes podcast. 
right now, you can go ahead and scroll to the bottom of your episode and rate the show with the stars that you see fit and leave a comment if you want to. And this will help get the podcast out to other like-minded people just like yourself. And we can continue to foster more connection between other empaths, intuitives, and sensitives out there. Thank you so much. And I will see you back on the next episode. Take care. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to invite you to connect with me on Instagram at naomicourtney.co. Again, that's at naomicourtney.co on Instagram. Thank you.